Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Ellis gets involved, forcing a knock-on. And New York, the concrete jungle where dreams are made of. One of the greatest cities in the world are now home to the champions of Major League Rugby. It's been four years in the making and a new chapter in MR history written by these Warriors. And what a send-off for Rugby World Cup winner, All Black legend Andy Ellis in his last ever professional game. Yes, New York's on fire indeed. Four past ten here on Mornings with Smithy on SENZ. Smithy is away. Ricardo Ball in for him. And uh, just because we didn't feel like one Ricardo was enough to get us through our Monday morning, uh, Ricardo Solizzo is uh, joining us. Uh, the CEO, the big boss man of New York Rugby. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. A little bit tired. I, I bet. Uh, did, you, did you sleep at all or are you still going? No, no, I'm uh, I'm the responsible one. In fact, I was talking to one of his players, and he was telling me about his father, and then I realised I'm the same age as his father. So, um, yeah, no, I was I was home on the couch at uh, nine thirty last night. It was a it was a midday kickoff, which was fantastic. So, uh, uh, finished up early. Yeah, mate. Well, congratulations. Um, it must be incredibly rewarding to get over the line and win the first championship with Rugby New York. All the work that you've put in to that franchise over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a really tough competition. Like, there's, um, so it's so equal. Some all the teams are pretty are pretty equal, and there's a lot of travel, you know, and they're long distances, you know. So when we go to the West Coast, it's a sort of six hour flight, and you do that on the Friday and play on the Saturday. So it's it's a draining competition for everyone, and it it seems like it goes forever. I mean, we started uh, early January, um, and we've only just finished. So, uh, um, yeah, and <clears throat> for us, um, uh, Andy Ellis, you know, the All Black halfback, Crusader legend. Uh, this one was for him. That uh, he came over with me, you know, a couple of years ago, and and uh, has been alongside me. And and just you know, I always knew he was a great player, and and uh, you know, watching him from afar and, and watching what he'd achieved with the Crusaders and the All Blacks. But without a doubt, one of the greatest rugby men I've ever met in my life. And uh, and and the boys were determined to put him out in the, in the style he deserved. Well, Rick, we all know that you could sm- uh, you could sell ice uh, to to people who live in the Arctic Circle, my friend. Um, have 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 you have you started the charm offensive yet? Is he signing off on one more? Well, you know, I think he's one hundred and seven now, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, I um, I live in the same apartment block, and and I'd see him the day after a game. You know, he's one of those guys that never shows any pain, but. You'd see him. It's as I say, it's a tough competition. We play on the AstroTurf a lot, 
you know, so it's tough on the bodies. Um, I can think of no better way for him to finish. You know, he, he scored a try, was man of the match, was the guy that forced the, the turnover at the end of the game. It was just like a, a fairy tale and uh, it was everything he deserves. It was it was Roy of the Rovers, but rugby, basically. Yeah, yeah. God, you are old. I remember Roy of the Rovers. <laughs> Tiger Magazine. Oh, I am old, mate. I am old. It is official. It is official. Um, what next then for, for Andy? Does he have a role in the organisation or do you think he'll come home? Oh, uh, look, I mean, probably both. You know, um, you know, he's he'll be the first person I talk to um, uh, about rugby matters. He's, he's yeah, he's just... Just got such a, a, a great mind uh, for the game, but he's such a competitor, and uh, you know he just he just when when I brought him over, one of the reasons I brought him over is because he's a great teacher. He teaches everyone around him about how to play the game, the skills required, but what it is to be a top pro, and um, yeah. So he's he's obviously been one of our better players, but. He's influenced every other player in the squad, you know, be them US Eagles players or the two young American halfbacks that we've got. Um, you know, he'll certainly leave his mark. Uh, he's not the only uh, former All Black in the ranks, of course, Waisaki Naholo and uh, Nehi Milner Scudder over there as well, mate. Are they, are they there long term? Do you think you'll have them next season? Yeah, well, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, um, they, they came over for, for the tail end of the season. Um, you know, um, Two of my favourite players, actually, to watch. And, uh, and again, great men, you know. And so they came over and I think we had five or six games to go and we had some injuries and, and um, you know, at the time there were no opportunities for them in Super. So um, they, they weren't they just weren't playing and and, uh, and we needed some some players and, and they put their hands up and, yeah, they just slotted them beautifully and uh, and... Yeah, it's fantastic to have them here. In terms of um, what next for for New York rugby, mate? I mean, what is it? Or rugby New York, as I, as I should say it correctly. But you've you've lifting the uh, MLR shield for the first time. Is this the first step on the road to some sort of dynasty? What, what, what's the planning look like for you right now? Yeah, so it's um, what uh, Sunday here. Um, I'll have the rest of the afternoon off, and then we'll get into it on Monday. Um, I, I think all the clubs here, we're, we're all trying to beat each other, obviously, but, but at the same time, there's this massive sense of responsibility about being part of the growth of rugby in the US and, you know, with the World Cup coming here in 2031. Um, yesterday was a great game. Seattle really came to play, um, and we, we were lucky enough to be able to play it on Red Bull Arena, which is one of the best stadiums I've ever played been involved in my life you know i mean new zealand should come and have a look at this stadium it is just incredible you know it's a 25 seat stadium 25,000 seat stadium something like that um the facilities are just second to none and the the field was incredible so and so um you know we were really conscious that uh it was important that it was a high quality game um because we wanted to show that that american rugby and major league rugby and and, and everything that's associated with it is, is on the way up, and it certainly is. Now, round around, I mean, I talked to you a little while ago uh, about the competition, and round around you're getting, you know, home games, maybe a couple of thousand to a home game. I mean, Red Bull Arena is a big stadium, mate. I mean, what was the crowd like for this uh, Major League Rugby Grand Final? 
Yeah, we had similar sort of two to three thousand. Um, it's um, it was because uh, we, we only knew that we were playing there, um, so we qualified on the Sunday, um, and then on Monday I had to start looking for a stadium, oh. and uh, so. In New York, you, you don't survive if you don't think big. So the first call was to MetLife Stadium, uh, which is about, I don't know, 100,000 capacity, 90,000, I don't know, it's huge. Um, uh, they, had, they, had, they were booked up. Um, so then the next one was Red Bull Arena. Um, so, yeah, so we, we just said, yeah, we'll, we'll take it, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make it look good, mate. Make it look good. Let's let's try and fill it. Let's try and fill it. I mean, the Seattle SeaWolves. I don't know how 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 much support they brought with them, but they're a major league rugby uh, organization who certainly are in, moving in the right direction. They've been quite dominant over there, and they have a an agreement, I believe, with the Crusaders in terms of um, maybe loaning a couple of players and getting some coaching know how and, and and a bit of an exchange program going on. Is that something that you've looked into with uh, Rugby New York as well? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that, uh, that that was in the early stages. So Seattle won the first two competitions. They're they're they're, they're a great organisation, and um, in the early days they did have that link. I, I'm not sure if it's there anymore. I do know one of their players um, uh, from Tasman. Um, so Tasman brought a young team across a couple of years ago, and and he made an impression. He he got signed. Um, we have a really great relationship with with quite a few of the New Zealand uh, franchises and, and unions. Um, so, you know, we have a couple of players from Manawatu, um, you know, with the Young Blues, first five, and Jack Hayton, um, uh, a young um, up-and-coming Otago Lock and Will Tucker. You know, th- those two guys are, um, you know, I'd love to see them back, but I'd also love to see them playing Super Rugby next season. Mm. Um, this is a great opportunity to, for New Zealand players because our season dovetails nicely with the uh, NPC, and so... You know, a handful of our players will come up here and play, and then they'll come back and play NPC. So that gives them a, a twelve-month of the year contract, um, and and it's also a great opportunity for for guys on the way up. You know, that are perhaps not, which maybe weighing up between holding tackle bags in a wider training group with Super Rugby, or they're coming up here, getting out of your comfort zone, and really getting some rhythm to your game by playing week after week. And that's what's happened to Jack Hayton. You know, he's a young North Harbour um, ten, who's um, you know played for us most weeks, started most weeks, and really, you know, again playing outside Andy Ellis has just been so good for his development. And I'm I'm really excited to see what he does when he gets back from North Harbour and and hopefully into Super Rugby. I mean, for Kiwis who haven't watched much of it, what's the level like for Major League Rugby? Is it sort of equivalent to NPC? Yeah, I think so. It's a it's a hard one to say because you know you have some good games and bad games in, in any competition but you know um, yeah I, I think um, a, a, a good game of MLR rugby is certainly equivalent to a good game of NPC and um, there's some really good players over here not, not just from New Zealand but from South Africa and and, and um, you know England and um, Australia and but but the quality of the domestic players is really high too. They really, it's because, you know, if you're playing for San Diego, you, you're learning from Ma Nonu, you know, and Chris Robshaw. So, um, you know, if you're at, um, you know, in um, Houston, you're being coached by Heineke Meyer. So it's really 
the the foreign players over here and the foreign coaches are really helping grow the American players. I think we've got three or four guys out of our squad that have in the, in the Eagles team at the moment, um, and um, a couple in the, in the wider training group that will probably get a game this season. So that's that's an area where these guys are really are really helping. Is the the the, the standard of American players. We've got a, a Canadian wing, uh, Andrew Coe, who I, you know, I think he'd be comfortable playing Super Rugby. So, um, you know, there are some good domestic players here. In terms of um, the, the the structure and things, I mean, we're looking at the moment. You know, Australia are making noises about after twenty twenty three, they're saying goodbye to New Zealand and, and striking out on their own. And the question has been asked about what did, what does New Zealand rugby do now? Uh, if if that happens, uh, a lot of talk about obviously the islands having a lot of players, but you need money and broadcast revenue. And the US looks like a place that you could go for that. I mean, how far away do you think the US are from being ready to have maybe a couple of Super Rugby teams that could run around? In a competition like that, yeah. I mean, for the first thing, you know, I'm, I'm never quite sure if you know you, you you worry too much about what you're hearing out of Australian rugby officials. They're they're pretty good at <laughs> at, at um, smoke screens and 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 winding you up. Um, you know, I haven't met an Australian that can't wind a, a Kiwi up. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I think I think definitely, you know, there's some opportunities. Um, I think you know. Over time, you'll see that the traditional power bases of, um, you know, the the Northern Hemisphere and the UK, um, then you know the Southern Hemisphere, New Zealand, Australia. <clears throat> the thing that's in the middle of both of them is the US. Um, you know, we're, I mean, we're just as close to London as we are to Los Angeles. Mm. So, so you know, I think, and um, LA is not too far away from Auckland. No, uh, so. So there's some real opportunities there in the future. I think uh, you know, I'd be interested to see what does happen from there. And you're right about Hamish McLennan. We had uh, Jeremy Paul on who said it, it was the worst idea he had ever heard, um, but, uh, <laughs> which, which, was, which was quite good. Um, uh, what about you, Rick, just finally? I mean, you're obviously you're loving life in New York um, and, and you're CEO of Rugby New York. But, I mean, have you got aspirations outside of that? I mean, uh, are you going to come back here and rattle some cages and take over a, you know, as a CEO of a super rugby team at some point? And, and work your way up. Could you imagine it? Oh, no. Like I, 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 I didn't actually quite plan on having this job. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I do love living in New York, and um, it, it's a really interesting place. That you know, in New Zealand, we're the masters of understatement, and we really, you know, have this humility, and it's really important that, that you don't ever. Um, Tell anyone how good you are here in New York. It's exactly the opposite. <laughs> you know, you behave like that, people just trample over you. Um, you know, if you don't think big, if you don't go hard, then then people just don't respect you. And I'm learning, I'm learning every day over here. Um, it's the the centre of the world in terms of sports marketing and fan engagement. And um, you know, every time you go to a game. You go to a Brooklyn Nets game, the next day you get a phone call from someone seeing if you enjoyed it. And then you get an email saying, you know, how, you know, send us a, your thoughts on your experience. And by the way, do you want to buy five more tickets? Um, and then once they've got you, you know, I'm getting offered, <clears throat> I've got a, um, a ticket offer to the um, Brooklyn Nets arena for like three different rappers, none of whom I've heard of, um, <laughs> but all of whom I've been told are quite a big deal. So, um, 
I'm I'm happy here learning and and um, and just having some fun, you know. But um, but you know, I mean, New Zealand's home, and and uh, I can't wait to get back at some stage and and uh, see what happens next. Yeah, good stuff, Rick. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it on your Sunday. We'll let you go and uh, continue to to uh, nurse last night, mate. Uh, but congratulations again and look forward to seeing what's next. Thanks, Ricardo, and thanks for reminding me of what day it was. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.